from the dark web to your radio dial. You are listening to CyberTalk Radio on News 1200 WOAI. Welcome to CyberTalk Radio on location this week. I'm your host, Brett Pyatt, and we're going to be at the Cyber Cup 2017 luncheon uh, here in San Antonio with hundreds of attendees. If you uh, look back through our CyberTalk Radio Twitter feed or timeline, if you look for the hashtag CyberCup2017, you'll see some pictures from the event. And an uh, amazing group. We have uh, hundreds of Cyber Patriot competitors here. We have a few teams going to nationals. Uh, we're going to interview uh, some of the folks from the teams. We're going to interview some of the folks involved in getting the Cyber Patriot program up and off the ground to help build the cyber workforce for America. So uh, thanks for joining us on Cyber Talk Radio this week. And uh, Get ready for some exciting interviews. We talked to so many attendees at the CyberCup Luncheon that we can't fit all of the content on air. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast, Pocket Casts, or look us up on our website at www.cybertalkradio.com to see all of the interviews in their complete form. I'm joined by a distinguished guest. That's what his badge says. He uh, may tell you different, uh, but uh, here at the Cyber Cup Luncheon, uh, can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure, Brad. I'm Bernie Scotch, and I happen to be privileged to be the National Commissioner of the Cyber Patriot National Youth Cyber Education Program. Yeah, and uh, how did you get involved in Cyber Patriot? Very innocently. I ran for Congress in the 3rd District of Arkansas in 2010, and the day that I lost, one of my major contributors happened to be the chairman of the board of the Air Force Association, which uh, created Cyber Patriot, and he said, would you come do this in D.C.? And I said, I'll do it for one year. And here I am seven years later, still trying to get it right. So Cyber Patriot, seven years ago, what was going on with the program uh, at that point in time? The Congressional Research Service study uh, of 2008 on STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math education in America, was uh, of great concern to our parent organization, the Air Force Association. For decades, it's been focused on national security, national strengths, national defense. How do we keep America strong? And when we realized, when our parent association, the Air Force Association, said, you know what, this is disturbing because this isn't just about education, this is about a technical workforce. And if we aren't recruiting enough young men and young women to be the scientists, the technologists, the engineers, the mathematicians of America, we can't do the things that we want to do as a nation. So that was a call to action for the uh, Air Force Association. And we frankly, Brett, didn't know how this would work. We didn't know what we would do. We didn't know what specifically to do. We considered drawing youth to STEM by creating a rocketry competition or a model airplane competition. And then one of our board members said, well, what about this cyber stuff? And remember, this is 2008, 2009. It was relatively new as a national concern. Uh, said, well, why don't we do something with cyber? So we teamed, interestingly, with the University of Texas at San Antonio and created this to attract young men and young women to STEM by using cyber competition. Yeah. And so back then, you had no teams in the program. I guess it was just coming well, up and off the ground. Well, that's right. And the first pilot program was 2009. And it attracted a grand total of eight teams of high school students all in the state of Florida. And growth has been explosive, about 32% per year. And if you consider what enterprises in America would love that growth rate, this year we registered 4,404 teams in all 50 states in Canada uh, and DOD-dependent schools in the Pacific and in Europe. So 
and you now have a, a national competition that more teams go to nationals than you had in that first season, it sounds like. Oh, exactly right. And that's, that's it's a profound observation. Three times as many teams go to the national finals. Now, we have grown laterally as well as vertically. Uh, we now admit middle school teams to this competition. But more than that, we've transcended the competition. We've uh, rolled out our elementary school cyber education initiative. Uh, we soon will announce our senior citizen cyber education initiative as part of Cyber Patriot. So literally, we'll be young preschoolers to senior citizens uh, trying to make America stronger through a strong cyber defense strategy. Yeah, so if, if I'm a school board member or a, a school administrator listening to this, how do they get involved and bring Cyber Patriot to their schools? Well, the easiest way is, of course, the, the World Wide Web, and it's, it's uscyberpatriot.org. And uh, there they can find information not only about the competition, but about the elementary school program, about the cyber camp program. We'll probably have 100 uh, AFA cyber camps around the nation this summer. Uh, registration's open right now. And it, what's not to like? If you, talk, if you are, specifically to answer your question, a school administrator, aren't you looking for an innovative way to attract students to STEM? And we think we're doing that. Interestingly, 26% of our participants tell us this is the most fun they have had in any extracurricular activity because we engineer it that way. And if I'm that school administrator again, do my teachers need to have special skills? Do I need to have computer science majors or math majors? Or w what skills do they need to have in order to get involved um, and to be able to deliver um, and coach a Cyber Patriot team? Well, your listeners can't see this, but I'm giving you a virtual wet kiss on the forehead for asking that question because that's one of the greatest impediments to, to growth to us, although we're still growing at 30 35% a year. But people do have anxiety. Oh, my gosh, cyber, what do I know about cyber? Uh, uh, technology, what do I know about technology? Through the wonders of our mentor program and, and understand our presenting sponsors of the Northrop Grumman Foundation, uh, AT&T, Cisco, Microsoft, Facebook, Symantec, I can go down the complete list of sponsors that we have, and they're very generous. Their employees volunteer to be mentors. So we've had English teachers bring teams to the national finals competition because they avail themselves of this mentor program. You don't need to know anything to bring this to your school because you may have an AT&T engineer or a Cisco engineer working with your team to prepare them for this competition. Yeah, you, you may not know this. The uh, sound engineer who also works for uh, my company sitting to your left is a former English teacher. Is this your first trip to San Antonio? Oh, goodness, no. No. We uh, very early in the program learned that we needed some cells, some, some nucleus or nuclei to build around. So we created the Center of Excellence program. San Antonio was our second one, and we now have about a dozen. And that's a function of, of the mayor's office. Uh, mayor Castro was the one who was in office at the time. Uh, he caught the vision. And some wonderful leadership down here, led by Chris Cook uh, and, and Bob Butler and others, uh, created a real strength here. So uh, San Antonio has been pivotal to the success of Cyber Patriot. Yeah, and as I've been talking to some of the other uh, attendees at the luncheon here today, um, I've heard a rumor, and you may be able to confirm the stats on this, that there's more Cyber Patriot teams in San Antonio than any other metro in the U.S.? That is correct. They registered over 200 teams this year, and we have enjoyed almost as much as say a texas oklahoma football rivalry there has emerged here a a san antonio los angeles rivalry they're typically neck and neck but when you consider los angeles is about the second biggest city in the united states and you consider san antonio is the seventh biggest city in the united states uh, san antonio's growth is absolutely astounding and we're proud of that 
Yeah, no, that's uh, great to hear. We've got uh, the Military City USA here um, with just all of the uh, different bases from all the different uh, service aspects. Bam, seeing a lot here. So I think with that uh, in the city, uh, you've got that grace foundation to build on. You've got the 24th Air Force here as well uh, that will encourage and get folks excited about this. Um, and then Texas also loves a good competition. Uh, we take football very seriously. Well, here, and I know that's the, the state religion in, in Texas, and I understand that. But uh, it's important to understand that though this is a national security issue, and as the Air Force Association, we're riveted on, on that as an issue, understand that it this transcends that this is an american airlines problem this is a delta airlines problem this is a walmart problem this is a target problem this this problem of having a, a technical workforce and the problem of having a strong national uh, uh, cyber defense capability transcends the military and, and and as one who served 29 years in our united states air force and i'm proud of that uh, we need to understand that this is a every enterprise issue to deal with yeah, no, I mean, we uh, see this in uh, on my day job uh, every day. Uh, we work with small businesses to help them stay secure and safe. And uh, everyone of all sizes is getting, they're getting attacked now by both um, just criminal organizations as well as um, nation states. Well, uh, you bet. And, and you know, it, it's hard to get good information on this because a lot of enterprises don't want to reveal how much they've lost to cybercrime. But the best est estimates I have been able to put together are somewhere between 600 and 800 billion dollars a year worldwide. That is a huge issue. And uh, if we don't deal with this, uh, we run the risk of, of a completely asymmetrical economy where very small bad actors can, can wreak havoc on, on, on good enterprises and good nations like ours who are the engines beneath the world's economy. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the best numbers I have on just the ransomware stuff alone is we're exporting uh, 30 to $50 million a month uh, via Bitcoin outside the, the country here uh, to criminals that are getting in and, and uh, holding data on uh, computers in the U.S. for ransom. Well, including medical computers and, and hospitals. And, and the thoughts of that are chilling when you, when you realize that it, it's to that depth in that particular area. Uh, but it cuts across that. And the financial institutions are sometimes reluctant to tell you how much they've lost because they don't want to have concern about their stability. So I think we'd all agree that this is a serious national issue that needs to be addressed. And we're particularly proud in the Cyber Patriot program that when, when you look at our overarching purpose to attract students to STEM, uh, and if they end up being biologists or aeronautical engineers, we're very happy about that. But if you look at that broad issue, in the United States, about 16% of uh, high school students go on to a STEM education or a career. In Cyber Patriot, our alumni go at a rate of about 80%. When you look at the, the hunger that we have for STEM workforce, 92% of Cyber Patriot alumni, these middle school students, these high school students that go to the program, 92% end up in STEM careers in cybersecurity, in some other computer science field, or in some other STEM field, 92%. And then when you uh, deal with the issue of is this correlation or is this causation, because maybe they were headed that way anyway, 90% will tell you the reason they're in this is because of their experience in this program. And we couldn't be more gratified. And San Antonio, as I've mentioned, is absolutely at the epicenter of what we're doing. And it's because of the great leadership all the way from Mayor Ivy Taylor's office all the way down. These people are working to make San Antonio a cyber city USA. And we're, we're just thrilled to be a part of that. 
Yeah, and for uh, parents listening out there, if you have kids that say they want to spend their evenings on the computer, they may not be playing computer games. They may be trying to learn the skills they need to be uh, part of this next generation workforce. So um, I encourage well, your... Well, and I don't mean to cut you off, but, but, but let me assert on that point. We know that, that the students we attract are very often not the ones who are accustomed to team sports. They do exactly what you said, Brett. They sit in the basement and they do stuff on their computer, or they sit in the family room and do stuff on the computer alone. This is a team sport for them. When they sign up for a Cyber Patriot team, they not only learn how to defend a computer network, but they learn leadership, they learn followership, they learn collaborative problem solving, and they le learn to be part of a team. And those are skills every parent and every employer would value in seeing in those, these students. Yeah, I mean, Google did a, a really good research that they published out about uh, workforce of kids that participate in team sports when growing up versus uh, kids that do not. And it, one of the strongest correlations on folks being successful at Google uh, was were they involved in a successful sports uh, team and that they participated in while they were in school. Yeah, and, and we offer that opportunity to the student who may not be the football player or may not be the cheerleader. This is an opportunity for these students to learn those important skills. Yeah, well, and I mean, I think this is uh, one as well that here both genders can be involved in this and be players and be stars in this. It's not one where uh, we've got some of these long-term stereotypes where the, you've got the football players and the cheerleaders and um, that girls can't do the hard things. You are exactly right, Brett. And one thing that we've done in Cyber Patriot is incentivize female participation. Most STEM education programs, science, technology, engineering, and math, are about 12% female. Our numbers are about 24%. Uh, teams of girls that sign up get in for free. We, we typically charge a high school team a couple hundred dollars for the team for the year. But if it's an all-girls team, we waive that fee. We profile females and females in IT leadership in our program. So we're proud that we represent gender and we also represent other populations. We're about 40% typically underrepresented populations, African-American students, Hispanic students. We draw them to that program through some very uh, focused activities and we're proud of that because this is a problem that we need people of all ethnicities, of all backgrounds to help us as a nation address. Yeah, and then I appreciate the Air Force Association recognizing this early on and, and getting involved because it, it's not something that in 18 weeks of boot camp uh, you can teach kids these skills anymore. So as we're looking to build a, a strong national defense over the long run, they need these skills that take years to learn. You're exactly right. And we, we use the term national security, and that includes things like the economy. It includes things like uh, a strong population. It includes things like a technical workforce. So I think we've got verifiable, auditable data now that validates that what Cyber Patriot is doing is addressing a true national security imperative. Yeah. Uh, so you, you've had a, a bunch of numbers about the program. I may ask a question you don't have numbers on, but you may want to go track them down. If you don't, we'll find out. Is uh, So uh, for the... Uh, student participants in these programs, how do they do on the uh, state testing, the standardized, like here in Texas, we have the STAR testing. How do the, the Cyber Patriot students do versus the general student population? Yeah, and you're exactly right, Brett. We don't have that data. And what we have learned, and it's been a little disillusioning, as we've tried to collect that data, we're dealing with 54 states and territories, and every one of them is an independent uh, entity unto its own right. So when we try to collect that data, it's very difficult, but it's something that we've been continuing to do. Yeah. There's also been the question, can we infuse this as core curriculum in some schools? And some school districts have done that, but it's it's dealing with a lot of different entities that drive that. Yeah, the, the one of the things on the 
curriculum education side, I'm proud of the state of Texas here. We've passed a legislative bill to allow computer programming to be uh, credited towards foreign language now. So you can um, teach a class in Python or um, Java, um, and kids can you do that for three or four years in high school instead of Spanish or French or German. Well, and you're hitting on a very subtle issue that we deal with. We don't know what makes a good cyber programmer. Uh, you would think in, intuitively that it's someone who's good at math, that it's someone who's good in science. In fact, what we have learned is there's a strong artistic component, and this foreign language skill set is very much the skill set that students need if they're going to be successful in, in, in coding. Yeah, and it, it, we talk about this on Cyber Talk Radio on a regular basis, that learning to program computers is learning to talk in a foreign language, and that computer that is listening to you talk just requires you to have very correct grammar like you're not allowed to make mistakes or it'll tell you you made a mistake yeah and and i'm a very old man now and i i still draw on the logical flow of what i learned as an engineering student at the university of arkansas in the early 70s about how to write a fortran program how to write a c program those kinds of skills apply to more than just coding and it's a way of structuring your thought it's a way of looking at an input and a process and an output those are things that will stay with these students for a very long time yeah well uh so you're on year seven of your journey now with the cyber patriot well we're wrapping up uh cyber patriot nine because the pilot program and the proof of concept happened in the same year so we're wrapping up season nine but in reality you're right this is season seven or year seven of, of nine seasons. Yeah, and so how much longer are you gonna stay involved? Well, uh, Delta Airlines would like me to stay involved for a long, long time because I live in Arkansas and fly to DC and back and forth every week to do this. Uh, I learned long ago that it's about the emotional gratification that matters more than anything else in helping make a difference. As long as the program continues to grow, as long as we have wonderful supporters like the Northrop Grumman Foundation, AT&T and Cisco and Microsoft and Facebook and Symantec and Lidos and all those others, we will keep growing and I'll keep doing this until they tell me go home and do nothing else. The growth we've had has been fueled by these centers like San Antonio. It's gratifying to be part of something that's addressing a national issue. Yeah, and so if you're listening uh, on iHeartRadio via the streaming or if you're listening to a replay on iTunes Pocket Cast or Podcast of this, uh, you can get your city and state involved. Um, they've got teams all across all 50 states and four territories. Um, we have schools now in Europe and uh, the Asia Pacific as well involved. So if you're uh, over there supporting the DOD around the world, uh, you can get a Cyber Patriot team up and running at your school at uh, uscyberpatriot.org. That is absolutely correct, Brett. And we appreciate this effort. We appreciate what's going on in San Antonio, and I appreciate you for highlighting this program. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us, and uh, thank you for uh, continuing to uh, serve your country on a second tour here. Thanks a lot, Brett. Have a good day. We're here at the Cyber Cup Luncheon and uh, joined by one of the event sponsors. Great. I'm Susan Fallon. I'm with Monster Government Solutions. We're a division of Monster.com. Cool. And how did uh, Monster decide to get involved in cybersecurity and this Cyber Cup stuff? Sure. Great question. Well, as uh, you may be familiar, Monster.com, the online career tool and job site, not the, not the beverage, but I think a lot of the participants here may be more familiar with that. Um, we invented online recruiting 22 years ago and uh, have been uh, helping in the U.S. and around the world connect talent and players for years. Um, our division is specifically centered on helping employers, um, particularly in the public sector, 
find, hire, and develop their people. And uh, we build software solutions that enable that. But we realized as we work with our employers and job seekers around the country, it's also really important for us to invest in the talent pipeline itself. And that's one of the reasons why we're here at the cyber competition and uh, invest a lot in youth programs that are cultivating that talent and that spark. And particularly when you think about cyber and the number of jobs available today, there are about 770,000 cyber-related jobs, people employed in them in the U.S. today. 40,000 on any given month are going unfilled. So for uh, those parents out there listening, uh, for those uh, folks in high school and college, if you're listening, uh, if you learn the cybersecurity stuff and uh, get the skills, Susan's got jobs up on Monster for you to go fill. We've got jobs on Monster.com. We also um, are partners with another cyber organization, U.S. Cyber Compex. They've got an organized year-long competition around the country where um, qualified individuals, and these are many of the graduates of these cyber camps once they get through college, can go through and cultivate a talent pool so federal employers, many of whom are here today that are interested in this young cyber talent, can go and uh, be matched to the best possible capabilities and bright ideas that uh, can come into the federal workforce and help make our nation stronger. Yeah, no, it's uh, great stuff. Well, thank you for uh, being here with us on the radio today, Susan. Thank uh, Monster for sponsoring this and uh, helping build that talent pipeline so we can fill these jobs. Great. Glad to be here. Thanks. Thank you. We're here uh, with another guest at the Cyber Cup Luncheon, uh, Mike from Noblis. Noblis NSP, yeah. So what do you guys do at Noblis? Uh, Noblis uh, is a not-for-profit uh, science and technology solutions company, primarily focused on cyber, of course, but also with a long heritage in high-performance computing, machine learning, uh, modeling and simulation, uh, basic science and technology solutions to hard problems. That's uh, great stuff, and uh, those are things that uh, we all need to be actually getting more folks involved in, so glad to hear that you guys are, are doing that. So how are you uh, and Noblis involved in the uh, Cyber Cup and the Cyber Patriot program? Well, we're a sponsor. Uh, we're providing the leather jackets for the uh, top team this year. Very, uh, very proud and honored to be able to hand out those awards to these uh, talented students. Cool. And Noblis is headquartered in the uh, Washington, D.C. metro today? Yeah, the flagpole is in Reston. We have uh, my office in Annapolis Junction up in Central Maryland. We have a supercomputing data center in Danville, Virginia. We have offices in West Virginia. And we actually also have a presence here in San Antonio doing uh, environmental remediation with AFCAD. Yeah. Any cyber here in San Antonio? Uh, that's why I'm here. We're trying to bring that down here. This community is a cauldron of innovation, cyber, science, uh, trying to push some of the leading edge. And we want to bring what we do down here and uh, contribute to the community. Yeah. No, that's uh, exciting stuff to hear, Mike. So uh, have you been to the national competition for the Cyber Patriot before and observed what goes on up there in uh, your neck of the woods? I have in a different role. It's in Baltimore, which is right in my backyard. So, so and any uh, recommendations for the, the kids that are going out there to nationals, anything that they should uh, do or don't while they're uh, there for the three days? I guess the best advice would be just to take it all in. You know, that's as good as it's going to get for a, a student interested in cyber. 
you know, just relax and have fun with it, which is hard to do. It's a pretty intense competition, but you know, don't uh, don't forget to look around and just take it all in. It's a great event. Yeah, and then I know for those uh, folks listening, the kids listening that are uh, going to be in those top twelve teams out there competing, um, you may be going, man, we really want to be number one. But yeah. you're in the top twelve out of forty four hundred teams across the uh, country already. Um, you are already, if you were to be a uh, a professional sports league you've effectively made the top tier league you're in the nba you're in the nfl um, you're in the top 12 teams in your discipline yeah, well you know this time of year we could certainly say they're uh, inside the sweet 16 so. yeah. Oh, yeah i like that that's uh, tying a little bit of march madness here as we're um, at the uh, cyber cup luncheon during that march madness there's probably some basketball games maybe not started this early in the morning but coming pretty soon coming pretty soon i think they're down to the elite eight yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a particular school you're cheering for? No, I'm a I'm a Maryland alum. They got blown out in the first round, so yeah. I'm just uh, enjoying the competition now without any anxiety. Yeah, yeah. So, well, uh, thank you for joining us, Mike. Thank you for uh, sponsoring these uh, leather jackets. That uh, I think that we've got a team here that's pretty excited to get those and get to wear them around campus. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Welcome to CyberTalk Radio. We are on site at the Cyber Cup 2017 award ceremony and luncheon, getting ready uh, to talk to some of the teams here that are headed to the national championship for Cyber Patriot. I'm joined with a, a couple of guests, and we'll go ahead and let them introduce themselves. So, my name is Isaac Knotts, and I am from East Central High School. I am Eddie Flores. I am from McCollum High School. What got you interested in Cyber Patriot? Uh, I guess the main thing for me was my, I guess, passion for computers early on. Like, I remember, you know, like, I, you know, occasionally I'll remember that I used to play with, com you know, computer games. And so when I started getting into Cyber Patriot, it was just like this whole new field of, I guess, awesomeness, I suppose. Because, like, we do a lot of things that most kids normally don't do with computers. And it allows us to, I guess, broaden our view of, I guess, computers overall and just, technology as a whole yeah so if you had uh, other kids out there that are only playing games on computers right now what's the biggest difference between computer gaming and cyber patriot with computers it's the way you use the computer computer gaming is actually brings you a lot of the foundations of what you need to learn but to go above and beyond that level to actually have a passion for learning about the internals of the game how it all relates to the entire system and just moving from the game to actually enjoying the system for what it is and getting, having a passion for that. So can you uh, share a little bit about uh, your Cyber Patriot team uh, and what's your role on the team? Uh, so I'm the team captain of our whole team, our team as a whole, and I guess my main role is keeping everybody in check, but also making sure that everybody knows what they have to do, you know, making sure nobody's stressing out, because this thing does get very stressful, especially now that we're going to nationals and over the course of three days, it's going to be just, we're stuck to a tight schedule the whole time. Yeah. So when you're traveling out there to uh, nationals, and for those listening, uh, some of the, the teams here from San Antonio and the ones that were interviewed on the program this week um, have qualified to go to Maryland to compete against uh, Cyber Patriot teams from all over the country. So while you're out there, uh, you guys staying up late in your hotel rooms and goofing off and watching cable, or what are you guys doing in between the downtime on those days? In between the downtime on those days, what we'll be doing is 
practicing and taking what we learned during the round, during the competition hours, and practicing to not only make the next competition the next day better, plan for the next competition, but just in general write down what we've learned and so we can pass on that knowledge to next year's teams or next year's competitors. Yeah. So this is uh, not one of those uh, fun and game trips. This is a serious business when they're on the road, just like our, our Spurs in the NBA. They're not out goofing around and partying. They uh, fly in. They go to their hotel room. They get some sleep. They get up. They eat a good meal. They go do some practice on site. Uh, but when you're traveling and you're a top-level team, you've got to take everything uh, very seriously. So uh, is this your first trip to Nationals as a team? Uh, yes, sir, it is. So last year, I mean, we placed, top, I think it was a top 50 in the nation, but this year we placed uh, top seven, so it's out of twelve or the top twelve teams every year go, and this was our first year like, that we're going. Yeah, and to give some folks that are listening uh, context, how many teams are there across the whole nation? Do you know even uh, across the whole nation? I want to say there's forty four hundred. Yeah, yeah, that's I, that was the number I was chatting with Joe Sanchez from the Cyber Texas Foundation. He gave me the number of forty four hundred. Uh, so, yeah, you've got that one nailed. That's uh, so top twelve out of forty four hundred is pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we're here at the Cyber Cup Luncheon, and uh, now I'm joined by one of the mentors in the program. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Garrett Como from Lavernia. And what got you involved in mentoring for Cyber Patriot? Um, well, I, uh, I've worked in computer security industry for 15, 20 years. And as my kids were growing up in school, I learned about the Cyber Patriots program and um, ask if I could help out. And uh, they invited me to help out. And I started out uh, teaching uh, specifically Linux operating system skills and uh, kind of just built from there. Yeah. And uh, what was the uh, process going through to, to become a mentor? Uh, the school, uh, of course, there's paperwork. I think they do a background check. And um, you get on a list of people the cyber patriots organization has a website where you register and uh, they uh, intend to match you with teams that are looking for mentors but in my case I already had a team that was that I got matched with immediately so if you're um, out there looking to become a mentor you can go to uscyberpatriot.org and um, there apply to be a mentor and they'll get you matched with a, a school program um, that needs folks uh, with industry experience to to get going. So as you've been working with the, uh, the kids, are you m teaching middle school as a mentor, high school, both? My uh, my daughter's in middle school, so I've been teaching middle school, but I imagine as she moves up, I'll probably get involved with the high school program too. Yeah, and so as you're working with these uh, middle school kids, what's the thing that amazes you the most about how they're uh, working through the Cyber Patriot stuff? Um, I think it's just their ability to to accomplish what's asked of them. Uh, it's you know highly technical task oftentimes, and um, I think a lot of time our tendency is to underestimate our kids, and um, our kids' ability to to sit down and practice and focus and accomplish this highly technical task. Yeah, and uh, so from a, a team sport competition, these matches last for for six hours, um, and and I know as a parent with uh, a whole bunch of kids. Uh, getting them to focus on anything for six hours is, is pretty challenging. Uh, with middle schoolers, are there any uh, tips and tricks there for folks that are listening in to, uh, to get them uh, engaged and on task there for the whole competition? I, I think anything you can do to gamify it, to, uh, you know, you want to win, you want to get a high score, 
I, I think kids, you know, they can sit down and play Xbox or PlayStation for six hours. So if you can kind of convince them that, hey, this is a game with points and you can win um, instead of just a, a technical task, I think that helps to get them get them in the, in the zone for this full six hours. For the Cyber Patriot uh, competitions, they, they go for six hours, but you have uh, over kind of a weekend period to uh, run your own team through that competition. Uh, how do you um, work as a, a mentor during that time period for the teams are in the matches? Um, uh, primarily, we um, uh, ensure they're prepared right before the competition starts, ensure they have all their notes, anything they're going to need. Uh, we set up all the infrastructure, the networking. We make sure we do networking checks. If there's any type of technical difficulty, machines crashing, things like that, we try to help them with that. Uh, during the game, so they're not, uh, you know, they're not um, interrupted by these these problems that are these administrative things that are, uh, you know, a network switch going down or things like that. But um, we, of course, order lunch and you know take care of all the logistics during the competition. So it sounds about like being a parent, coaching, and uh, volunteering uh, with kids in any sort of sporting act. Right. It's yeah. it feels much the same. Maybe a little more complicated, though, than holding the flags on the uh, side of the football field for the first down markers. Yes, yes. Thank you for joining us on Cyber Talk Radio uh, here today at the uh, Cyber Patriot 2017 Cyber Cup Luncheon. Thank you, Brett. It was wonderful talking to you. We talked to so many attendees at the Cyber Cup Luncheon that we can't fit all of the content on air. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast, Pocket Casts, or look us up on our website at www.cybertalkradio.com to see all of the interviews in their complete form. We're here at the Cyber Cup Luncheon, and I'm joined by a couple of more guests. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Andy Como. And I'm Sarah Leal. And you are on a Cyber Patriot team? Yes, sir. Yes, okay. So uh, what team are you uh, with? Uh, we're with Lavernia Junior High. Lavernia Junior High. And what made you decide to get involved in Cyber Patriot? Um... I've just always been interested in computers, and my dad has a job in um, computer science, and so that's why I wanted to join. Yeah. Um, I really want a career in like just like any kind of technology, so I thought it would be interesting to start off like this. So. Yeah. So for for uh, kids that are not involved in this, uh, what are your your thoughts of recruit them in? Why why should they go ahead and get involved? Um, I think it's a really good experience, and even if you don't want a job in uh, computer technology later on, it's still good to know about computers. Yeah, it's always good to just practice like the kind of stuff that we do. So yeah, so is there anything that they have to know before they get started? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I think it requires a lot of dedication, and um, you can't be crazy and act silly. But other than that, I don't think so. So. Is this your first season in Cyber Patriot? This is our second season yes. in Cyber Patriot. So. Yeah. And were you both on the team together last year? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So outside of uh, Cyber Patriot, are you taking any um, computer technology classes in school? Uh, not yet. Um, but next year, our school offers some computer classes. So I'll probably take some then. Computer classes, not a prerequisite for Cyber Patriot involvement. For those listening out there, uh, this is a, a team sport. It's uh, fun. Uh, so how do the competitions go? So they sit you in a room for six hours. There's a bunch of computers, and you sort of just 
solve problems. What's your, your favorite uh, challenge in the Cyber Patriot? Um, for me, I don't really know if I have anything specific other than whenever you're looking for something for a really long time and then you finally know the answer and it's just a great feeling of relief and I like the good. whole thing like just like solving the problems is really fun and like she said it's like a really good feeling when you finally get that answer that you've been looking for the whole time so and are you allowed to use Google yes yes, yes. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I've heard some of the teams they have a, a dedicated person on the team that their role is the Googler on the team yeah. right mm -hmm. yes. and uh, we have a, a researcher too in um, we don't really have to use it that often, but it's helpful every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, in the the middle school program, uh, you have the Windows and Linux computing yeah. both. Yes. yes, yes. Yeah. So, do you have one of those that you uh, are more of a specialist in, or you enjoy and prefer? Well, we're both in Linux, and we usually we both do Linux. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you run Linux on your home computer? No. No. Uh, I think yes. 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 We well, thank you both very much for uh, joining us here. And uh, it looks like it's time to go eat that wonderful looking brownie cupcake with uh, lunch here shortly. Yes. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're here from the Cyber Cup 2017 luncheon and awards ceremony. I'm joined with a couple of new guests. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself, please? Sure. Glad to be here with you guys. My name is Alyssa Trevino, and I'm actually the coach of the Alamo Academy's it's a team headed back to Nationals, uh, Baltimore, Maryland, this April 2nd. Very excited to be with you guys. Wonderful. Well, thank you for joining us. And we've got one of your teammates, or one of the folks on your team with us. Uh, my name's uh, Edgar Ruano, and uh, I'm a competitor. Wonderful. And is this going to be your first trip to Nationals? Yes. Yeah. So uh, first time going to Maryland? Anywhere outside the, the state. State of Texas. So uh, how long have you been involved in Cyber Patriot? Two years. Two years. Junior and senior year. Cool. That's uh, wonderful. An exciting opportunity to get to go to uh, compete on the uh, big stage in a big uh, arena like this, except it's going to be full of competitors actually competing for three days, correct? Yes. Yeah. It's scary, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. You guys will do well. So you said yes. returning to Nationals for you. Yes. Actually, as a coach, this is my second year returning to Nationals. We actually had a great group of uh, young men who advanced last year to, to Baltimore, Maryland, to the Nationals. We had a great experience there, so I'm excited to take this group back. We've got all new guys, uh, six new young men that are really eager and excited to get out there and, and sink their teeth into the cyber world of defense. So we're, we're excited. And on the, the team this year, how many of them are, are juniors, seniors? Yes. So actually this year we've got one junior on our team out of Southwest High School. That's Sirac Zamora. And we've got five seniors on our team. And they're all from actually from different schools. So it's really exciting to see a different mix of students come together this year. That's uh, exciting stuff. And it sounds like you've done a good job as a, a coach there of kind of stacking your whole team together. You've mm -hmm. got five out of six seniors. So as much experience as you can get into these kids. And I guess that's how you get through and uh, qualify for nationals. Yes, lots of hard work and definitely a lot of mentoring each other. A lot of the kids uh, helping share the knowledge and, and really push it forward. So it's, it's been great to see the involvement of the team. And what made you decide to get involved in coaching Cyber Patriot? Oh, goodness. Really, it's, it's the interest of the students. I've got to say it's an overwhelming desire to really push forth the normal curriculum that we're giving them in the program and to go into that extracurricular and to take advantage of Cyber Patriot. Their interest has just spurred me to want to give back and to want to hold more practices and, and more events for them to become involved. So it's really the kids driving it. It really is. Yeah. So what you got you involved in Cyber Patriot? Well, mainly was... Uh 
I just wanted to compete in something, but like when I compete in something, I, I like it gives me a drive to actually learn stuff. So it's just basically a, a way for me to try and get a better career in life. Yeah, and this uh, Cyber Patriot is you're going through this if you're listening out there as a kid or a parent. Uh, the job opportunities for football players or basketball players there's a few of them uh, if you make mm -hmm. the spurs you're going to do real well um, if you don't make the spurs though it's much harder to get hired as a basketball player cyber patriot though if you're uh, any one of the uh, team members of any of the 4400 teams all across america if you go through and you compete and you work hard there's going to be a job out there in cybersecurity for you as an adult so um, this is a team sport your kids can play, uh, just like football or basketball or the other ones, except this is a, a computer cyber defense team sport. So if you do see some of your kids interested in um, playing with computers, being on computers, they may not just be playing video games. They may be doing something that's going to get them towards a, a great career in uh, cybersecurity. Yes, I couldn't agree with you more, Brett. I've seen a lot of the students who start with a playful interest, and it just expands from, from there. It really yeah. is exciting. Cool. Well, thank you very much for uh, joining us, and uh, we're looking forward to a great luncheon event here today and uh, seeing your team uh, probably up on stage at some point. Oh, likewise. We're very, very excited. Lots of pictures, lots of smiles today. Thank yeah. you for having us. Absolutely. We're uh, here at the Cyber Cup Luncheon in 2017. I'm joined by uh, a couple more uh, members of one of the teams going to nationals. Can you uh, go ahead and introduce yourself? I'm Ramiz Shokut. Ryan Yu. And uh, which team are you all on? Uh, we're on the Alamo Academies team. Team one. Team one. And uh, you both uh, seniors this year? Yes. 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 So, and your first trip to nationals is what I heard. I really had a conversation with your coach a little bit ago. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, what got you uh, interested in Cyber Patriot? Originally, I just I saw Alamo Academies as an option listed on my course card and I got interested. And when I applied and I got in, I learned of Cyber Patriot during our orientation of Alamo Academies. And from then on, when I was placed on this team, I had to real desire to make it somewhere with this competition yeah. and now that we're here I'm really excited to go to nationals yeah so how about you um, well from an early age I just wanted to be a part of this field so when I went to MacArthur um, my biology teacher introduced me to the Sire Patriot coach and then she got me into the Sire Patriot I competed for one year there and then after that, she was going to be leaving, and she um, directed me into the ITSA program. So that's how I got there. Cool. So you guys are assembled as a, a new team this year, is my understanding. First time being together as teammates? Um, the four of, there's four of us that have been on the team last year, which is me and Ryan, Isaac, and Eddie. Okay. But Sirak and Edgar are new additions. Cool. And so did you go to Nationals last year? No, sir. No. So different team. It, it, it so went to Nationals last year? Yes, sir. Okay. So how close were you on, on your in getting there uh, last time? We were placed 51st in the nation, I do believe. Uh, and we required top 12. Yeah. We were, no, we were top 50. I know that much. Okay. We were? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So... What do you uh, what do you guys do different uh, this year in your training and practice? Now, don't disclose too many secrets because this will be on the air and your competitors could listen. Basically, we just came in with more of a desire, a drive to make it. Especially with our showing last year, we we thought we could make it somewhere in this competition, and we really focused hard and pushed as far as we could. Yeah. So. Uh, when uh, you head out there to nationals, you guys have your whole three days all planned out uh, already and scheduled? Uh, relatively, yes. Yeah. 
Um, and will this be your first trip to the Washington D.C. area? Have you gone before? Uh, this would be my first trip. Your first trip. Cool. Well, it's uh, pretty awesome getting to be involved in uh, Cyber Patriot, getting to go see our nation's capital, and getting to see uh, a whole bunch of other uh, teams all competing live uh, over a course of a three-day period in one facility. It's a little different from the way the Cyber Patriot competition normally goes, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So uh, any prep or our ideas that some of the uh, team members that went last year to Nationals have given you guys on how to deal with being in the, the one facility with the actual competition? Um, they've not given us like specific details, but they've just given us pointers towards how to prepare. Yeah. Instead of giving us just knowledge, that way we learn something ourselves. Cool. So, what's the thing you're most excited about um, going out there to nationals? Um, well, kind of, uh, probably just competing and see how we do. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how we compare against the other top teams in the nations. So it is. Uh, are there any other teams coming from the state of Texas? Or are you the only, the only team? Do you know? Uh, there's one other team, Holmes JROTC. Okay. Yeah. Are they in the same division with you guys? No, sir. No. Okay. Yeah. So we've got they're in the ROTC division, and you guys are in the open division, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so no other open division teams from the entire state of Texas. Not that no. we know of. No. So this is uh, a call out there to uh, parents, coaches, um, uh, principals at other schools. Uh, Texas is great at football. We're great at cybersecurity as well. And we've right now we've only got one team going to nationals. Uh, can we get 12 teams going to nationals over the course of the next five years to where the state of Texas is uh, having a little party out there in Maryland uh, a few years from now? This is my call out and ask to, to everybody here. If we can be as good as we are at football, we can be just as good as Cyber Patriot. Uh, what role do you play on the team? Um, I'm the Cisco main, so I do the pack tracer and the Netacad quizzes. Yeah. And I, I'm Windows Server, so I handle any application security and server security. So do you uh, prefer the uh, GUI user interface or PowerShell, or do you bounce back and forth between both? I bounce back and forth. Uh, PowerShell makes life easier in certain cases, but the GUI is most what I like to use. We're here at the uh, Cyber Cup Luncheon, uh, joined now by the uh, ROTC team from Holmes High School. I've got a couple of the uh, team members with me. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Roberto Delgado. And I'm Noah Wanaki. Okay, and uh, so for the Holmes team, my understanding is uh, this is the second time in a row y'all are going to nationals. Absolutely, yes. So were either of you on the team that went last year? We both were. We, we actually, both were. We, we actually kept the whole team from last year, except for we added one member. That's uh, awesome. So uh, you guys have already been up to Maryland. Mm -hmm. uh, you've uh, seen the whole thing. So uh, going back this year, uh, anything you're going to do differently? Now, don't share too much because we're going to be on the air here before the national competition, so your competitors could listen to your secret tips and tricks too. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, going into it last year, it was very difficult because they were changing everything with the national competition. And this year, it's actually very similar to last year. So we learned and renewed ourselves with everything from last year while also seeing what we missed and what we did poor at. So we, we studied a lot up on that. Yeah. Awesome. And so are you both seniors this year? Yes, we're both seniors You're this both year. both seniors. And uh, what made you uh, decide to get into uh, ROTC? Well, well, I actually didn't know what ROTC was. I actually just signed up because it sounded cool. Um, then I realized that it could open a lot of opportunities for me. And Cyber Patriot was there, so I had to join. Yeah. And I, my dad was in the military, so I was kind of forced to join. And then I ended up loving it, so I stayed all four years. 
Yeah. And then, so going through your NROTC and then get introduced to Cyber Patriot. So what made you decide to join the uh, Cyber Patriot team? Well, I joined my my freshman year, so I've been in all four years. And they actually need what they call the Googler at the time. So they just needed someone that didn't know anything that could type, right? And I know how to type, so I was the Googler my freshman year for the team. And then throughout the past four years, I've learned a lot. We have actually have a lot of IT classes at our school, and that's where we learn most of our material. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, for me, he just told me that they needed an extra person on the team, and I was like, all right, I'll do it. You're in. And then, so what role do you play on the team now? Uh, I do all the Cisco and Packet Tracer things. So it's basically configuring switches, routers, and things like that. Yeah. I'm the specialist for that. I'm the only one that does it in the school. So, Cool. And so when you're at home and your internet connection's going slow, you now know how to figure that out? Yeah. Yes, for yeah. the most part, yes. For the most part, yes. <laughs> and uh, then what role do you play now? Still Googling? Typing 100 words a minute no, at this point? No, no, no. We can't afford that. Um, I'm actually the Windows specialist, so I do Windows client and Windows server. Along with when he's really busy with the packet tracer, if it's really long, I'll do the networking quiz. And then uh, for the Nationals competition, he's been learning Wireshark, and I've been learning the forensics. So, yeah, so they uh, have some additional advanced stuff at this national competition I hear yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. So uh, going out there, uh, you guys going to stay in the same hotel this year as last year, try to keep a consistent routine? Yes, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a hotel the competition is hosted at. Oh, uh, it's a really nice hotel. It's right on the harbor. It's really beautiful. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. So for uh, those uh, teams that are listening that did not quite make nationals, uh, Noah's here to tell you make it because you get to go on a, oh, yeah, a good, trips. good, busy trip. I'm mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Uh, probably not a lot of time to uh, hang out and watch a bunch of movies in your hotel room. No. No. Nope. No. Absolutely. You, not. you will spend the three days working, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. We talked to so many attendees at the Cyber Cup Luncheon, we can't fit all of the content on air. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast, Pocket Casts, or look us up on our website at www.cybertalkradio.com to see all of the interviews in their complete form. So you can go to uscyberpatriot.org and see the national finals live and in progress over the course of the rest of this weekend. Good luck to the teams we interviewed and to all the competitors across the nation. And uh, looking forward to training a bunch of cyber patriots so that we can uh, hire them someday in all of the businesses across America.